0: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and welcome to The Great America Show. Thanks for being with us. Despite all the Marxist dim attacks on him by the national media, the Marxist dims in deep state, President Trump's polls are at an all-time high, post-mugshot and post-Republican debate. The latest polling from Coefficient has Trump polling at 58 percent, 58 percent. Governor Ron DeSantis at a still distant 13 percent among Republican primary voters. Likewise, the latest morning consult poll has Trump at 58 percent as well and DeSantis at 14 percent. And Trump beating DeSantis in a hypothetical head-to-head 62 to 23 percent. Perhaps the most important number, 74% say Trump's indictment is part of the Marxist Dems effort to block President Trump's return to the White House. The Marxists aren't getting away with their lies, folks. Governor DeSantis has been down 30, 40 points or more to President Trump for months now. President Trump took to Truth Social yesterday to call out specifically Fox News for picking such a failed candidate.
1: Fox News and the Wall Street Journal fight me because Murdoch is a globalist. That's right. Rupert Murdoch is a globalist. You don't know that. And I am America first. It's very simple. I put America first. It will always be that way, so get used to it. The sanctimonious, by the way, is done. He was a Murdoch pick. Just like uh, Jeb Bush was a Murdoch pick. How did that work out? Just like Hillary Clinton. Murdoch liked Hillary Clinton, crooked Hillary. And uh, that was another pick of Murdoch. No. Uh, We are about America first, and some people don't like that. The Wall Street Journal has totally lost its way. Uh, They say anything that happens to come to mind. They pushed the sanctimonious so hard, and now they're looking for somebody else because he's failed. He's fallen like a rock. He's fallen like a very badly injured bird out of the sky. But I just want to thank everybody for the tremendous support you've given me. We're leading in the polls by 50 and 60 points. And we're beating Biden by 5, 6, 7, 11. We have a lot of great polls with Biden. The guy can't put two sentences together. How can he win? So thank you all very much. Not only has it been an
0: extraordinary month of polling for President Trump, but also a monumental month for fundraising. Since being mugshotted by the Fulton County Marxists, Trump has brought in $9.4 million in donations, bringing his total fundraising in August to more than $20 million. And in that $20 million in fundraising, President Trump, well, with his true entrepreneurial spirit, selling 36,000 T-shirts, 24,000 coffee mugs, and 8,600 posters, all with his mugshot on each of them. All thanks to Fannie Willis and her creepy Marxist colleagues, and local sheriff there in Fulton County. And while the Soros-spawn Marxist DAs and prosecutors continue their persecution of President Trump, Attorney General Merrick Garland is doing all he can to protect the president's drug addict of a son, Hunter Biden, and, of course, the president and his crime family. Garland's DOJ this week told House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan that he wouldn't be complying with the subpoenas Jordan sent over regarding the FBI agents involved in the Hunter Biden case. Last week, Jordan subpoenaed FBI Special Agents Tom Sobichansky and Risha Holly to compel testimony on political interference and preferential treatment in the Hunter Biden investigation. Garland said the subpoenas couldn't be enforced because Chairman Jordan barred DOJ lawyers at their deposition. Jordan's deposition rule, however, does align with congressional rules. This is just more stonewalling and a cover-up for the Biden crime family from the Attorney General. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer is conducting his own investigation into the Biden crime family. He's subpoenaed bank records, email records, and just this week the records of Air Force Two flights in which Hunter Biden was a passenger on the vice president's aircraft. Comer joined our friend John Solomon just yesterday on Just the News and said Joe Biden was the most corrupt vice president he had ever seen. And he fears it's rolled into his presidency. Comer says he's already seen enough. It's time to start the impeachment.
2: The evidence grows every day that would support impeachment. Uh, Many of us in Congress are already there. We've seen enough. Uh, but with respect to my role as chairman of the House Oversight Committee, we're we're in charge of bringing out all the evidence. So there are still more bank records that uh, we want to have access to. We want to make public. Uh, Certainly, we want to know about these 5,400 emails with the pseudonyms. We had requested all email correspondence between Joe Biden and and his son pertaining to Ukraine. And uh, of course, we didn't get a whole lot back, but now we learned they use pseudonyms and fake names. So We re-requested the information in the pseudonym names, and lo and behold, there's 5,400 emails. Uh, Many have been redacted. So we've still got more uh, information to process. We're trying to do it as quickly as possible, but uh, every day the evidence continues to grow that would support impeachment. I don't think any vice president in the history of America was more corrupt than Joe Biden. And certainly we're concerned that all the corruption that uh, he benefited from And his family benefited from while he was vice president uh, could have tainted his presidency and and made him uh, vulnerable, made our country vulnerable, uh, made him compromised. And that's why we're continuing this investigation. And we're going to try to get all the bank records and all the email correspondence that Joe Biden had pertaining to shady business transactions that his family was involved in with foreign nationals.
0: Joining us now is the man who just spoke with Chairman Comer, John Solomon, founder and editor-in-chief of Just the News. John, great to have you back with us here on The Great America Show. We have a lot to talk about as usual. Let's start with a Hunter Biden investigation. We now know Hunter's business partner, Devin Archer, met with Secretary of State John, John Kerry two weeks before the Ukraine prosecutor, Victor Shokin, was fired by the Obama administration. The Biden regime is doing all and everything they can to protect President Obama as well as President Biden. And this scandal has its roots. Everyone should know this, folks, in the Obama presidency. You know, it's funny.
3: I just talked to uh, former Speaker Newt Gingrich, who said that maybe the Republicans are missing the big picture. And I think you captured it just so eloquently there. This was larger than just Joe Biden and Hunter Biden uh, shaking down foreign interests. You had Hillary Clinton doing it with the foundation. This was basically a political machinery, a culture of corruption across the Democratic Party that came up with. Barack Obama uh, and the Barack Obama era, which everybody said, oh, one of the most ethical errors, it really wasn't. It wasn't at all. You had Hillary Clinton shaking down the Russians while she was making decisions on Russian nuclear energy policy. You have Joe Biden and his son shaking down everyone who had something before Joe Biden's policy, Ukraine, Russia, Romania, Kazakhstan, uh, China just to name five, um, and, and the bald, the boldness of it, the ballsiness of it, Joe Biden had no problem going to dinner with oligarchs who had a, a level of corruption, who if they were checking into the White House probably would have gotten flagged by the Secret Service during a background check, and yet there he is at dinner with his son, there he is getting on the phone with him, uh, it is extraordinary, and I think Speaker Gingrich is onto something, that this was probably a larger culture of corruption. I wouldn't be surprised if Harry Reid shows up in it. And he's encouraging Kevin McCarthy to go bigger. Obviously, don't take your eye off the ball on Joe Biden. He's the man in charge right now. But maybe put Joe Biden into the larger context that this was a Democrat machinery of corruption that multiple senior officials engaged. in. that's an interesting concept. And I think you you just touched on it so brilliantly. Well, I, I'm going to
0: I should stop the conversation right there with brilliantly.
3: But it's
0: fine. That works. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's let's turn to the, the, the you mentioned new Gingrich and. Uh, I, you know, you know, Speaker McCarthy very well. Yeah. I'd like to know, and I think the American people would like to know who has the greatest influence over Speaker McCarthy, who has been so reticent here, uh, uh, stepping up a little, but yeah. reticent. Who has a greater influence on him? Uh, is it Speaker uh, Gingrich or is it Speaker Ryan?
3: Yeah, I don't think Speaker Ryan is in the circulation with uh, Speaker McCarthy these days. I do think Speaker Gingrich does have some influence. Um, I've had a lot of conversations across the caucus and, and with the speaker and others. Uh, I think Kevin McCarthy really wants to do impeachment. I think the truth of the matter is they're 14 votes short of being able to have a four vote and you can't take the vote and lose, right? Cause it'll be a vindication of Joe Biden. So he's trying to bring those 14 or so members Uh, along to get there, and I think what those 14 members are looking for is we got to find the money. And once we know Joe Biden financially benefited, uh, we're going to be there. We, we are right. Everyone agrees that Hunter Biden ran a corrupt operation that Joe Biden facilitated. But I think there are a dozen or so members that say for them to take the vote and say, yeah, impeachment, we're going to go down that, uh, that path that we, we need to see the money. Uh, now I will say my story last week, the, the, the story that showed that Joe Biden switched the policy for firing Shokin. He was supposed to give the billion dollars according to the career officials. He did the opposite. That has moved some people. Uh, that definitely caught some attention. And here's the thing: I don't think it's an impossible task. I think we're only a few weeks away from Congress securing the credit card and check checking account records of Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, other family members. That I think could open up an entirely new conversation. But I think Kevin McCarthy is there. I think he also, but you know, he has to count heads, and the head count is a little short of a vote on the floor to get him there. It is remarkable given what has been exposed that the Republican caucus is not unanimous yet, I think you'll see an interim step that could be very meaningful, can be helpful. I mean, it's not perfect. I know people want to get right to impeachment, but the next step could be Speaker McCarthy uh, getting a vote to impanel a, a select committee, just like the Democrats did for January 6th. That's important because the courts all over the last two years treated the select committee almost like it was an impeachment committee and it expedited um rulings that allowed congress to get a hold of a whole bunch of stuff when it was donald trump attorney client privilege executive privilege tax records that never before had been released uh there's a great body of law if they upgraded these three traditional oversight committees into a super committee uh they could probably get a lot of rulings quickly and enforce subpoenas and get things and maybe find those elements that flip those last 12 republicans that's just what my reporting shows i know it's not a perfect story but it's an honest story of where things are in Congress. I do think they're getting closer to following big money. And uh, next week, I I hope to be able to come on and talk about uh, a new whistleblower that saw a level of money flow through the, the Hunter Biden, uh, uh, conglomerate, Biden Inc., as I call it, uh, that was so concerning. He thought it was money laundering and he went much, much earlier to the United States government. The government was alerted in 2015 and 16 to Hunter and Joe Biden's racket. Uh, it just that the government protected them. But this new revelation, this, these new records are going to just show the flow of money was really, going con- to... Regular people whose job it was to watch for money laundering in banks saw this as money laundering and reported it all the way back in 15 and 16.
0: The, the relationship to the Obama administration yeah, is compelling it is because it, because it's almost as if the template became the Hillary Clinton Clinton Global initiative yep. uh, and the foundation uh, which became a very large bank uh, for the for the Clintons we can follow their money uh through to their uh, their uh, income tax sure. returns we can do the same thing with the bidens what I don't know is Has a Republican-led Ways and Means Committee not examined and uh, compared the income tax uh, records of President Biden to the money that he spent? It seems like very basic math that could be uh, resolved very
3: quickly because Ways and Means, as you well know, uh, has access to, to all of that. I think that's exactly where they're going. You have the bullseye drawn perfectly. That's where the committees are going. And they're beginning to see some evidence that they kind of know, they, they suspect where this is going in. Miranda Devine, in her book, said something uh, very profound a couple of years ago, and it matches what my reporting is showing, that Joe Biden grew up in the Delaware culture of corruption, which is, all right, somebody else always pays your bill in Delaware. And I think what we're going to find is you're not going to find a pot of money where Joe Biden said, oh, give me $10 million, I'll put that in my mattress and we'll save it for I'm." out of office i think what you're going to see is what hunter biden acknowledged to to his sister and other relatives at the time he was paying all of pop's bills as he called them the big guy's bills Mm -hmm. and over the course of years that foreign money would come into hunter biden's accounts and then he would go out and pay credit cards repair bills mortgages whatever it is i think it's going to be that sort of system that's what the lawmakers in Congress believe they're going to find when they get all these bank records. And you're right. it's not. We already know that there are very serious tax issues for Hunter Biden, felony tax issues, even though David Weiss gave him a sweetheart deal at first. But uh, one of the questions you have to ask yourself, and this is, I think, one of the, the good questions that the investigators are saying, all right, Hunter Biden did pay some taxes. He just didn't pay like half of it. Huh, that's what he was saying he was giving to his dad. I think there's a theory among the congressional investigators today that maybe Hunter Biden only paid some of his taxes because he considered the rest of the money to be his dad's, and therefore he wasn't going to pay taxes on on giving money to his dad. I think that's a theory that congressional investigators are now pursuing, and it's that next line of records that James Comer just requested in the last few weeks, credit card checking accounts, mortgages, and uh, savings accounts. I think when they put that follow the money trail together, they're going to get a clearance or whether their theory is right or not. I think you're right over the target when you say taxes and the commingling of finances. I think that's where the Biden scandal ultimately ends.
0: Does Jason Smith have a a, he's obviously a very bright and capable fellow. Um, I want to take up the role of the Ways and Means Committee, because it's one of the four principal investigating committees uh, in Congress right now. We're talking with John Solomon he runs Just the News. He also founded it. And he is also a great friend. We'll continue with John Solomon in one moment. Stay with us. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? We're back with John Solomon, and we're talking uh, with John about right now the Ways and Means Committee and its role right down in the investigation, because it seems to be gaining uh, a greater, greater uh, attention yeah. uh, on the part of the, all of the investigators and include this, including the speaker. Uh, Jason Smith has done, I'm told, a terrific job. Uh, give us your impression of where he fits right now uh,
3: going forward. You know, I think, um, the three of them together, Jim Jordan, uh, James Comer, and, uh, Chairman Smith have, Jason Smith have all, work together really brilliantly each one takes a bite they put the democrats on a three-front war which is harder to fight than a single front war and each one of them has used the power of their committee to advance the investigation without duplicating the work of others and i think that is a in past years particularly in the paul ryan era and quite frankly even in the denny Hastert era there wasn't that level of efficiency in coordination jim jordan james Comer and uh, Jason Smith have put their egos aside to create the most efficient machine they could. Ways and means can do something that nobody else can. They can get tax records and make them public. And that's what they did when they brought the IRS whistleblowers to the forefront. And it's hard to argue that the IRS whistleblowers' emergence in the public didn't have an impact because now even mainstream media treat those whistleblowers as legit. And a lot of the turning of the rhetoric, you you see uh, Jake Tapper on CNN saying, oh, Joe Biden lied to us and Donald Trump was right about, wow, that's a big statement from cnn you saw something similar from the former meet the press um uh moderator on nbc and you see the washington post and new york times and cbs news now covering this more legitimately the moment the irs whistleblowers came forward was that that flashpoint that i think stung the newest me, new us news media and they realized we better start covering this because we look really bad all of them are moving the ball front and there's a there was an old broadway song i could do anything better than you I think Jason Smith said, you know, I watched the Democrats go get Donald Trump's tax records. All right. Watch what I'm going to do now. I think he's the guy that could get Joe Biden's tax records. I think he could get uh, some of the banking records and working alongside of Comer and Jordan, give the most 360 degree view of just how this Biden operation ran and what the potential legal and criminal issues are. And I, I, I think this three headed siren is actually really working in ways that I've never seen Prior Republican investigations did.
0: They can make it so clear. Uh, Jordan is the head of both judiciary and the and I love the fact that he is the chairman as well of the weaponization of government uh, subcommittee, uh, which is an interesting and I think maybe unprecedented uh, position to take. Uh, It makes it makes him a very uh, potent uh, uh, inquisitor and investigator. Uh, The idea that this is heading toward uh, impeachment. You talked about being 14 votes. Votes short. Yep. And I understand that, but I also understand that there should have been, if you will, some comprehension that when you have 20, 20 rhinos who stand against uh, censoring. Yeah, uh, Adam Schiff for lying to the American people for years. Yeah, uh, th- th- They're, they're going to be recalcitrant. Yeah. The only thing that I can see is to embarrass them with the facts. And that would mean bringing the in- impeachment inquiry. Yeah. It doesn't have it. That doesn't even need a vote. Why not go that way? Do you do you know why they're so reticent to this? Well, listen, hunt?
3: I think they want to exhaust the other option because it's only a short few weeks that it would require to do so. Uh, I get a sense that even some of the rhinos that have been uh, uh, reluctant to step in, that they themselves have said, listen, we understand that this is getting more serious. Let's get it to a point that everyone feels good and then we can do it. And what in earlier sagas, you would say that's the delay game. That's the thing. But in this case, Mm -hmm. because the leading three investigators are so assertive and they've been so successful, it feels like they've been investigating for two years, but they've really only been on the job seven months and they faced a lot of resistance and they bowled over it. I think the evidence that those holdouts need is going to be, if it exists, it will be acquired in a very short record. And then there's something more like Watergate, more like Richard Nixon about the way uh kevin mccarthy's going about this than the drive-by impeachments that that the democrats did to. i think the great dishonor and disc- discredit of the institution i think it can be done the right way and quickly and get i think some democrats will flip and i'll i'll point you to one little episode it happened in late july nobody noticed it but i think it's one of the most important things that happened chris coons longtime buddy of um joe biden a Democrat Senator from um, uh, Delaware, co-chairman of the 2024, Joe Biden presidential campaign said something profound because it shows how far the Democrats have gone from nothing to look here, Hunter Biden did nothing wrong. In an interview on NBC, he said, you know what? I kind of think it's worth looking at tightening the laws so that uh, future first families can't cash in on their job, uh, uh, their, uh, you know, the political leader's job. <laughs> that is a bit. Now, of course, how convenient. Joe Biden already made his money, so don't worry about it. But. It is a real major shift. Two years ago, they were like, this is a conspiracy theory. Now they're at the point of saying, "We we might even need a law to stop what we have been exposed. The Republicans have rolled the news media. The Republicans have begun to roll the Democrats to a different position. Every time that position moves a little further down the line, the public is more in line with uh, perhaps getting to a point of impeachment. And I I don't think this is a long process. I think in the next six to 10 weeks, the bank records, some of these Ukrainian uh, officials who are now coming forward, offering cooperation, we can get all that information and the public will have a much bigger uh, idea. And I think your idea is gonna be the idea. I think Joe Biden is also gonna be put in the context of The Democrats were running a racket. If you were a dynastic family, Clinton, Biden, Obama, you set up these operations, you made your money. And if they expose that whole thing, it really is generational. It could be like Watergate as opposed to, you know, the sort of drive by impeachments that Donald Trump went through and then got acquitted on. I I
0: I understand that that perspective and if it's held and I, and frankly I hope very much I hope yeah. uh I will even pray over this one <laughs> that it is not shared by Kevin McCarthy because yeah. this is this is a historical moment it is. uh it's a historic moment uh it's actually both yeah. uh the there aren't, in my, in my opinion, at least, John, six to 10 weeks, because right now we're only, what, five weeks away from the end of this fiscal year. Yeah. They're going to be hit by spending plans. We're going to be oh, yeah. looking at continuing resolution debates. We're going to see all, frankly, all hell break loose within yeah. the Republican conference. And that's going to be a significant distraction from whatever happens. That's right. Uh, this impeachment is so important to the country. Uh, the American people, 70 percent of people know that the charges against Trump are uh, politically motivated. I. Wow. Uh, it's it's just it's time. And I hope and I, uh, I will pray uh, that Speaker McCarthy understands that if if he does not move to a an inquiry, yep. uh, an impeachment inquiry, he doesn't need a floor vote for that. He can then begin to convince people with uh, and shame them, frankly, into yeah. support for what is the right thing to do. Every American in the country, uh, every honest American knows what the evidence that that Comer uh, and, and Jordan uh, and, and Smith have produced. It says it's it's rotten, it's rampant, and the government right now is in the control of the most corrupt political party in history, the Marxist Dems who control that party, the Democrat Party. It's got to be dealt with now or we may yeah. l- lose the chance. I mean, there is a tremendous time
3: burden here. Yeah, I agree. Time matters. And the further you get into 2024, the less likely people are to treat the impeachment with the seriousness that this one will, will require, because this is a very serious uh, corruption scandal. And again, the Bidens deserve all the benefit of the doubt. They presumed innocent. But the, the evidence that's now in the record uh, shows three very compelling things. Joe Biden lied his way into the presidency. He told us multiple lies and he got other people in his campaign, got other people to construct lies to deflect his uh, family's uh, scandal and to fool the American people. That is a very powerful thing people hate when the president lies to them. Uh, that is, uh, second, there's not any doubt that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden allowed their family name to be sold to the highest bidder in these foreign and often corrupt foreign figures uh, to uh, enrich their family. That is something that we've never, with the exception of the Clintons, never really saw in history and certainly never saw a president do before. And then third, I think you begin to see now that Joe Biden actually was changing policies and taking actions that benefited his son's clients that may not have been in the interest of the United States. And I think those three narratives are pretty well formed right now. And that's why I think many folks, you include it. And by the way, I think Kevin McCarthy's there, uh, believe that impeachment is warranted. Uh, it will be very interesting to see how the next few weeks are navigated. Uh, Kevin McCarthy staked out a very uh, hard position in the 2019 impeachment, which was that Nancy Pelosi was wrong to not have a House floor vote. All prior impeachments had a full vote of the House floor. She skipped it, and of course, one could argue, uh, well, she created the record, we should follow it. And I think that's what Republicans, some Republicans argue. But when he, when Kevin McCarthy, and quite frankly, the entire leadership of the Republican Party, including Jim Jordan and people like that, they all said if this ever happened again, they would go back to the traditional way. So they dug out a position that actually may be uh, difficult for them to break right now. I just think, and again, I know what's going on behind the scenes. I think there's some bombshell revelations coming in September. I think this moves a lot quicker. Uh, momentum is in. August is often a sleepy time. You know what? James Comer and Jim Jordan didn't take a day off in August. Think <laughs> of all the revelations since the last two times we talked this month. They, they put out big things almost every couple of days.
0: We're gonna be talking about those big things right after this quick commercial break. We're talking with John Solomon, editor in chief of Just The News. Please stay with us through this quick break. We'll be right back.
4: Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.
0: We're back now with John Solomon. And John, uh, just before the break, we're we're talking about a host of issues here. What's the new re- revelations and evidence that's been produced by the investigating congressional committees. Yeah. We're talking about the, now a clear understanding of the history and those who want to not relitigate 2020. Right. All of that is uh, on the record because all of that indicates the degree to which uh, this country has been uh, victimized by the Marxist Dems who control both the Biden regime and the Democrat Party. Oh, I want to go to the, the, the efforts of the attorney general right now to block the congressional committees, uh, whether it is using David Weiss as a special counsel for only one purpose, and that is to say there's an ongoing investigation uh, of uh, Joe Biden, That's or right. whether it is uh, to, uh, to to just further uh, shut down the system. Once again, we're starting to hear the drumbeat about COVID from the from yes. And from the CDC, how the silly is that? You know, it's silly beyond belief. But uh, how silly was it the first time as well?
3: Yeah. 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 Listen, I, I you are right. And I think um, uh, we always remember both the original crime and the cover up of Watergate and of other scandals since then. The, the 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 Clinton Asian fundraising scandal, which really was one of the greatest national security threats involving grift in in, in modern history. There is, in this um, uh, moment, while we're finally getting the truth that we were denied about the Joe Biden family um, 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 efforts to make money from these uh, suspect foreign sources, Uh, some really troubling indications of something else going on. And I think of all the revelations of last week that could have consequence in the next few months. Uh, The idea that the deputy prosecutor for Jack Smith was at the White House meeting just before uh, the the Donald Trump criminal investigation was ordered up by President Biden. That is going to, I think, result in some really stunning uh, revelations. And I, I there's just no basis for an active prosecutor to go meet with the opposition party's uh, uh, leader to find out uh, if it's okay to go and pursue uh, Donald Trump criminally. And as you know, from the documents I made public last year, Joe Biden ordered the criminal investigation. He instructed the FBI to go to the National Archive. I'm sorry, he instructed the National Archives to file a report exactly. with the FBI to get it going. The timing of the meeting with the prosecutor in that I think there's gonna be some major revelations that are gonna further uh, uh, accentuate this concept of weaponization of the government. And then on another front, uh, a lot of people missed this yesterday, but it's a story that's very important to me. Um, the House Foreign Affairs Committee has assembled extraordinary evidence that the bombing at the Kabul airport that killed the 13 soldiers during the mm-hmm. bungled withdrawal of Afghanistan, that there was a Marine sniper who had the ability to take out that bomber and the Biden administration and its chain of command prevented him from shooting the terrorists and therefore cost 13 American lives and really a catastrophic end to the 20 year war in Afghanistan. These are major revelations that multiple house committees are digging into the biden presidency is really hanging in the balance Any one and all of these are potentially major scandals that in any other era in american history would have uh, sidetracked the presidency joe biden has four or five of them going on now afghanistan uh, the possible political tampering with the donald trump investigation the original uh, investigation uh, of the the, fund, uh, the financial corruption and then the sweetheart deal that David Weiss and maybe some career prosecutors in Justice Department oh. gave Hunter Biden. Those are four major scams. Absolutely. Any one of them could have tipped an earlier president and any one of them could really define the end of the Biden presidency. And, and david weiss or as we know him now special special counsel david weiss yeah
0: the arrogance special, all right the yeah. arrogance of what the justice department has done but yeah. the american people know one thing that is rampantly corrupt and this administration yeah. is rampantly corrupt there they don't need an impeachment process and inquiry to know it uh, And and you, you talked about working for <laughs> joe biden interfering calling up the national archives the white house to tell them how to operate and yep. guess what it's happening they're still working for the biden administration over at the national archives 5400 emails yep and guess what they won't produce them I know. Uh, suddenly the national archives a bunch of librarians have yep. more
3: power than the united states congress this is insane yeah, you couldn't have put it more, uh, more better. And listen, it's the same NARA that was calling the Constitution and our founding documents, uh, harmful content just a few years ago. Remember that story that we broke a couple of years ago? The, uh, it's the same National Archives that will not release to me, though I'm authorized to receive them the Russia collusion documents right. that a president lawfully ordered, declassified and released to the public and to me. And, uh, and it's the same National Archives that denied me the access to those 5,400 emails. That's my Freedom of Information Act request. And now, uh, because of the good graces of the Southeastern Legal Foundation, we're going to sue to compel discovery. And we will win We because the law is on our side. But the National Archives not only is putting their thumb on politics, they're thwarting the ability of the American people to get history, which is why we created NARA. NARA was supposed to give us an honest account of history, and what they have done is given us anything but an honest account. Keep in mind, they knew that Joe Biden had a classified memos problem at the same time they were allowing all the leaks on the Donald Trump side. And Joe Biden had a similar problem, and they kept that secret until after the midterm elections. Um, the National Archives, I think, has given itself a black eye that will perhaps last a generation. Americans will look at the archives, even if they do everything right from this point forward and say, do I trust these guys anymore? They called the Constitution harmful. They uh, they concocted a criminal case against Donald Trump. And oh, they kept us from a whole lot of information about Joe Biden. I don't think Americans are going to trust the archives, even though it's such has such an important role in preserving American history. And it's all on their shoulders. They made that problem for themselves by being dishonest. Well, dishonest, dishonest people
0: use aliases. They use uh, yes. all sorts of uh, you know, shop, shop companies. companies. Yeah. Uh, but Hillary Clinton, President Obama, President mm-hmm. of Biden, Biden, yeah, I, I'm running it together It's really the Obama-Biden <laughs> administration yeah. It's a good it's Irish name though yeah. It is, I, I, maybe somebody <laughs> should pick it up if they, if they don't care About sullying themselves uh, right. All of these aliases The 5400 emails yeah. All about those aliases Why in the world should a president of the United States Need an alias unless yeah. they are doing something Very wrong Unethical,
3: yeah. immoral uh, it, It's outrageous it is a question that has a self-evident answer to most Americans. And I think that's why what's going on right now is so uh, powerful. The mainstream media have created a permanent blockade from this information. The uh, big tech censor censored it. They, uh, Joe Biden called it conspiracy theories. And yet today... The American people have been able to absorb the truth and get the facts because of the work of what you've done using your extraordinary bullhorn in journalism. What I've done, other people have done. A majority of Americans believe Hunter Biden and Joe Biden did something corrupt. A majority of uh, three quarters of Americans believe the country's on the wrong track, even though they're being fed a story that, oh, Biden now is working. It's remarkable. But the gatekeepers for the first time have lost control of the gate. And today we have found a way to inform the American people around institutions that used to do it, but have become contrary to the idea of free speech. And the American people are far wiser. I think someone asked me the other day, what is Joe Biden's greatest vulnerability at this moment? And it just kind of blurted out of me. And I think now I believe it more than ever. I said, I think it's the. Uh, belief that he thinks the American people are stupid and haven't caught on to what he's doing. And that's what's going to catch him. The American people are on to Joe Biden, the Democratic machine, the Democratic uh, media and the the, the big tech censors and uh, the deep state uh, actors who have tried to put their thumb on elections and on the honesty of information flowing to the American people. The American people figured it out in spite of all their efforts to fool us. I, I couldn't agree with you more.
0: And I and I think there's still one piece of unfinished business that does have to be finished. This has to be brought to resolution. Yes. And that is those 51 Intel yes. veterans who signed that letter yep. at the behest of the Biden administration with the direction of a former CIA director acting, yep. though he may have been, yep. uh, as well as the current uh, at that time, Uh, CIA uh, uh, intelligence
3: chieftains for the Obama administration. Think about this. The man that instigated it all before Morrell and the intelligence agents got, it started with Tony Blinken. What job does Tony Blinken have to? He's our secretary of state. He is our face to the world, and he was involved in a significant scam to mislead Uh, The electorate in the greatest constitutional republic history ever created. He's not been held to count. I've never seen the Foreign Affairs Committee haul him in and say, hey, why did you do this? I haven't seen the Intelligence Committee do it. Uh, Those are two committees that are AWOL on the issue of Tony uh, Blinken's involvement. Now, Jordan and Comer and and Smith are, are there, but those committees should bring uh, Tony Blinken in and, and uh, ask him why he did it and uh, does he regret it and how do we correct it and will you discipline the 51? That hasn't happened. That is a missed opportunity for two major committees of Congress to do something. Now, they've done a good job in Afghanistan. I get that, but this is a big one. Tony Blinken started the whole thing. It's not yeah. in doubt. Morrell's documents and his testimony prove that. And too many people,
0: uh, John, need to be reminded uh, on occasion in Washington that Tony Blinken was also running the the Penn uh, Biden Center. There sure was. Uh, with all of those classified documents from President right. uh, and, and Vice President uh, yeah. Biden at the time. That's a a lot point. of questions to be answered. Uh, great talking with you as always, John. Thanks Thank for you, all sir. the great work that you're doing for the American people. Uh, and I think history will be kind to a few journalists, and uh, you, Chief, among them. Thanks so much <laughs> for being with us. <laughs> right. John Solomon, editor in chief of Just the News and a great American. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Our guest here Monday will be attorney Mike Davis. Mike is the head of the Article Three Project, they work for conservative nominees to the judgeships and to the federal courts in particular, including the Supreme Court. Please join us for Mike Davis Monday, and join us, please, each and every weekday. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs, on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight, and check out LouDobbs.com. Thanks, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless America.